Jimmy from the Blue Ridge Mountains. There's a hint wow. to where I am. It's uh, uh, West Virginia, I believe. Mountain Mama. Where I belong. Dude, it is so beautiful here. You know, they almost named it East Ohio. That was on the... West Virginia is on the East Coast. Not coast. Eastern side of the country? Nation? I feel like East Ohio might have been better for tourism. I don't know. But it's beautiful. Look at that scenery behind you. Look at those majestic trees. The Paris of Appalachia was the name of the state originally. Paris. Paris Laetia. That is what they call it, and I love it. I've been to Morgantown once. I, I love it there. What are you doing? What, what's You are just exploring the world. Dude, we are in Aurora, not too far from Morgantown, about an hour and a half, 45 minutes as the crow flies, Jim. Okay. So the crow goes there way more often than we do. It sure does. It's a um, total mountain town. I risked my life coming here, finding Wi-Fi here in Thomas, West Virginia. Tommy, if you've, for the locos. So I'm outside this coffee shop here and um, overlooking the mountains. I'm, at, I'm, I'm elevated. I have altitude sickness, Jim. I'm up 3,000 3, feet in the air. I got to stay hydrated. I'm dizzy, but I wanted to knock one out. I'm one, happy you did. The 142. I love it. I love it. On the heels of our live episode coming up, that's uh, you're right where John Denver sang about, right? I am before he lost his... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what happened on the, during the crash? Yes. I think he, um, I think he lost his head. Ooh, that is, ooh, awful way to go. I don't want to make fun of that. No, we don't want to make fun of that at all. You want to make fun of his last name, though, really? You're going to sing about West Virginia being your favorite place, but you're going to make up your own name and you choose Denver, of all places? You're not even on the same side of the country. Was that his real name? John Denver is not his real name. John isn't even his real first name. Let's, I mean, that's how far this goes. This is, I look, maybe it's because I was just in Washington, D.C., hanging out near FBI headquarters, spent a little too much time in Pentagon City. But uh, I've been investigating one John Denver. And did you know it's, uh, his name is John Henry Duschendorf? No, I didn't know that. Let me take that back. It is Henry John Duschendorf, Jr. Jr., Junior. There's, there's two people with that name? There's two people with that name. I wonder what his dad went by. Um, Bill Boulder. <laughs> and they're from Roswell, New Mexico. This is, his whole life's a lot. Jim, they were not normal. They ate grape nuts. I mean, there's nothing normal about that. Have you ever had a, <laughs> you ever had a grape nut? No. You know, you know how loud they are? One bite? <laughs> Was he in that plane by himself or were there... Muppets in there. I remember him hanging out with Muppets a lot. <laughs> hanging out with a lot of Muppets by the time uh, I remember watching him. Uh, I believe he was there. By the Could you imagine just like Beaker in the background? Just like, ah! <laughs> John Denver was lost today in a plane accident along with the Swedish chef. Wait, what are you saying? The mountain. The mountain is right there. <laughs> Waldorf and Stadler were trying to tell him where to go, but he could not listen to both of them at the same time. Well, too bad for, uh, for John. He was a young man. You know, when you're, when you're young and, and people aged 53 die, you're like, wow, that's a, uh, he lived a long time. But uh, John didn't. No. 
but he has been immortalized. I saw it recently on uh, Wheel of Fortune. John Denver Omelette was a uh, before and after. <laughs> so he he is a fabric, part of the fabric of society, right? That's incredible. I also didn't know his father, uh, John Denver Sr., Hank, Hank Dusseldorf I, uh, was like a, like a record-breaking military pilot. No kidding. Yeah, he was, uh, so John was born into a military family. He lived in a number of cities while growing up, and, uh, but he loved West Virginia, just not enough to name himself after it. I feel like John Morgantown would be a cool name. That would work. Isn't there a comic? John, well, John Morgan. Oh, yeah. I worked with the comic, John Morgan. But no, dude, West Virginia is beautiful. Just driving through here is something to see. It's a uh, harrowing experience. You, I know, don't love driving up or down mountains. I don't really either. We saw someone with a sticker on the car. I love mountains. I wanted to pull up next to him. just like, we love, screw you. <laughs> we love flatland. Flatland rules. I don't even like hills. It takes so much extra effort to walk up. You must have altitude sickness. <laughs> you love mountains. Who doesn't? We all love mountains. We don't need to put a bumper sticker on our car, do we? <laughs> but like, yeah, I love them from afar. You love mountains. How about I run you off one? You like, <laughs> I'll send you off like Toonces. <laughs> but dude, we have been, you know, we're making our way back into the, uh, the interior of the nation. Mm-hmm. We've been hanging on the eastern seaboard. We really have. It's incredible. Just saw you in the nation's capital. We had a great time, man. Thanks to everyone who came out to see us in uh, the Arlington Draft House, uh, just outside of DC. Um, it's a very fun shows. Cool venue, right? A little bit different than what we're used to. Great venue. Old movie theater, right over there in uh, Virginia. I loved the um, Pentagon, being close to the Pentagon. I know you were over there doing some, some research, getting ready for the, for the live episode. We're going to have a new segment, Jim and the Pentagon Papers. So you have to be there next, or this Sunday. This Sunday, guys. Unbelievable how quickly this is July 24th. I got to go, man. I got to get, get in the car and start <laughs> heading back. I have, to, I have no idea if you're going to be there or not. We might literally down. be all over the place for this episode. To come down from this mountain. <laughs> are you gonna, like? Are the kids going to come back with like full beards? They're going to be very grizzled. Is like uh, is Luke out hunting the possums right now? Yeah, they have um, no shoes on. They have not had <laughs> shoes on the last couple of days. I mean, they live. Sarah's friend. This is really. I want to give you like the cliff notes on it because it doesn't sound real. Sarah's friend, Mary Gaynor, from Chicago. She's a physician as is her husband. They met in Washington, D.C. They have land here in Aurora, West Virginia. They do live in Morgantown. Okay. In the summer, they live on this land that's been in their family. It's like ancestral land, Jim. In the 1930s, there was certainly like this artistic colony. This guy's dad was a photographer for National Geographic. Oh. He didn't even become a photographer for National Geographic initially. He was a photographer, and he was taking pictures of West Virginia landscape and selling postcards to make money. And do you know who bought some postcards from him, Jim? I do not. Eleanor Roosevelt. Ah, I was going to go John Denver. (laughs) Wow. How would you uh, hot dog Eleanor? That's a tough one, right? Because she's the only one I can think of. Yeah, so anyway, so he moved back to D.C., buoyed by Eleanor's love of his photography, got a job with National Geographic, 
then he, um, you know, held on to this property. Anyway, there's a few very old homes. I mean, I'm going to post, I guess, any some videos. It's just, I've been here once before, before we had kids, uh, Sarah and I came here and I really did remember it like as something incredible, but it's better than I remember it. And it's, um, the kids are loving it. They're swimming in a pond, just diving into a not diving, but they're swimming in a pond. They have horses. They have a donkey. They have, um, chickens that they, you know, they're, they take the eggs out of the coop and then they bring them in the house and they cook them. They, they raise cattle. They slaughter their own cows. And then we had uh, cheeseburgers last night from one of their, uh, one of their old buddies. That's not a joke. <laughs> Josephine was very uh, shook by that a little bit. I could imagine. But we um, we're having a great time, and it's really something to to see. This is this. So Pete, the guy who Mary married, his mother lives on the property as well. Her father was the chancellor of Germany in the Come late on. 60s. The chancellor of That's Germany. Incredible. Kaisinger. Kurt. What was his name? I, I looked him up last night. Reva. He, wow. she, she flew on Air Force One with LBJ to go Come back on. to Germany. She was educated at Georgetown. Dude, it's like, it's just insane. I want to interview her for the podcast. Viola, I was talking to her last night. We had a great conversation. We had dinner out on their porch. Um, so we had a, a really good time. And this is a great way to wrap it all up as we head back to Flatland. Dude, this dude's got like a full Wikipedia page. Yeah, some people have like a Wikipedia page and it's like he was in a movie, you know, or like uh, he did one thing. We'll talk about it. This dude, it's incredible. Jim, his portrait hangs in the National Portrait Gallery, which we just visited um, in D.C. I wish I had known that because I would have gone and taken a picture of it. Said I was taking a picture of uh, Larry Bird and Wayne Gretzky (laughs) (laughs) on top of the... uh, (laughs) Hey, did you see, did you see that great painting of Thomas Jefferson and James Mass? No, but I saw. <laughs> Here's Tupac. Carlton Fisk was in there. That's incredible. Yeah, Carlton Fisk is uh, in the National Portrait Gallery. Wow. Insane. Yeah, is there like had... a separate, is it like a sports wing? Like how is the National Portrait Gallery constructed? Is it like each genre? You know what? Great question. They do have it. um by gallery like that. So they had um, the presidents okay. go in, they have the presidents in order. Mm-hmm. And then they had like another area where they had champions and Bravo, they called it. So it was like Hollywood. And then they had um, athletes. Okay. And when I say Hollywood, I'm talking like, you know, more like uh, composers and writers like sure. Bernstein, West Side Story, Jim, you know, they allow people that we've referenced here. <laughs> on the, uh, all over the place. Maybe not. Have we talked about George Gershwin? They had I a mean, painting of I him. I remember Shirley Temple. They had a painting of, um, Shirley Temple, Kitty Cocktail. Is I was did the kids like, did you show them? Like, this is the lady, your I favorite guys, named after. This is Kitty Cocktail. <laughs> they call her Shirley Temple on the East coast. <laughs> Yeah, we had uh, we breezed through there. DC was great. We had to, we had a good time there. You and I we went to the Capitol with the family. We walked around, sweat, a lot of a lot of heat, a lot of heat in DC, man. Fun. I mean, so much to do. I feel like that's a city you cannot possibly do everything you want to do in one trip. No, not at all. But um, we did pick up some brims there in Arlington. We want to welcome them in. Thank you for coming. It's just nice to be out with people, right? 
Yeah, and we met some Brims. We met some people who who came in as Brims, and uh, hopefully we left a few more. So want to give a shout out to everybody who was out there. Did you go to any of the Smithsonian's while you were out there? Yeah, so the Portrait Gallery was one, and then we went to the other, uh, the American History Museum, which unfortunately, the, the one that we, we wanted to see, like the Ruby Slippers, Josephine wanted to see that, and then they had like, you know, a lot of... Um, you know, like Julia Child's kitchen and just stuff from pop culture. Sure. That was closed. They're redoing it. So. It was a lot of construction out that way. A lot of construction, a lot of traffic. We didn't hit traffic until we really got in that D.C. area. I talked to um, a lot of people who say that. It's just the, just everything's so enclosed, right? It's just like the worst traffic you're going to get anywhere. I didn't realize there were so many Smithsonian's until, uh, until we got to DC. I thought it was one museum. You hear the Smithsonian and then you're in DC and it's like, which one do you want to go to? It's like, not now. I didn't know I had to go to multiples. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you got to go to one building and see everything you want to do. There's how many? I'm out. I am out. They're free too, which is, um, that's the cool thing about DC. There's so much to see at no charge. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that was similar in Philadelphia. We stopped there. You know, I last talked to you, I was in, well, not talked to you. We saw each other this weekend, but the last podcast, right? We were in Rhode Island. We went down to Philly, a lot of free things to see there. We saw the Liberty Bell. We went into Independence Hall. Um, so it's cool that, you know, you can do a lot without shelling out a bunch of dough, you know? Man, it gets expensive after a while. It's it's great to be able to see this beautiful country for free. I uh, I took I rented one of those bikes. I took like a like their version of a divvy bike and went down to the Iwo Jima Memorial. And oh, you then, did. Uh, I did, and then uh, over to the uh, to the Arlington National Cemetery, which is beautiful. But then I got there, and they're, I'm like, "How you know? Where's the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier?" And they're like, "It's like another half an hour. You got to go like through." like this main hall, which was lines out the door. Like once you get through that, it's like another 30 minutes, you know, walk there. And I was like, has it changed since I was in eighth grade? And they were like, no. And I was like, all right, thank you. And I got back on my bike and left. There's not enough time to do everything. I love it. <laughs> has it changed at all? <laughs> have, they, going by. have they added any names? Have they figured out whose it is yet? Don't you wish you could just ride your bike right in there? It would have been great. Yeah, you can't. There's a lot of walking because um, we did do it. We went to Arlington the next day. It's about a 20 minute walk to the unknown soldier because we okay. were under the gun. We were we had to be there. Closes at five. The last changing of the guard was four thirty or five o'clock, and we hit the four thirty and we started the walk around like ten twelve after four. We were hustling, but it reminds you that walk. You know, my kids are like, <laughs> my feet. I'm like trying to explain the um baton death march in world war ii how they had a Uh, everything you know like they didn't give them anything to drink there there was no food no water this is why we're walking through the mall too you're like going to like down the link to the lincoln monument you know they used to the soldiers they walked you know he's walking by the korean monument i want a blue slushy (laughs) these soldiers are nothing to sustain that, oh, can I get us? There's a food truck and a slushy truck every five feet in DC. Oh, absolutely. So we got a great picture of uh, Elliot in front of the White House with blue lips. 
they're all like, you know, Kool-Aid lips hanging out. But we had, um, we had a good time, uh, at Arlington that the, the seeing the changing of the guard and there's, are you familiar with ASMR with kids and like how they react to sounds or like they'll watch people, like they'll watch videos of people opening a present or like, you know, um, when they get bubble wrap now, like popping, yes. or, you know, fidget. Spin, I didn't know kids stuff. were into it, but yes, it's like a weirdly like not sexual thing. That's like, uh, like again, not, you know, for adults, I see like some of these videos that people watch and just like listening to people like describe eating food and everything in a, in a very hushed voice. Okay. Now I'm going to, now I'm going to go ahead and open the, open the package and just hear crinkle, 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 It's like very sensory. Exactly. And they say that was, that's so satisfying. That's so, so dude, I, this stuck with me when I was a kid, the clicking of the heels at the changing of the guard. Wow. When the soldiers do that, they, um, it's very, it grabs you. Sure. So, so they were really taken by that. They didn't really want to leave. They were just watching this. Uh, and then Josephine cracked the code and this is listed online, but everything is in 21 for the 21 gun salutes. So the guards walk 21 feet. They stand for 21 seconds before they move. Oh, wow. And it was really um, quite an observation by her. Cause she's like, dad, watch every, it, like, he'll walk 21 steps and then he'll stand for 21 seconds. And then we, we uh, went online and that, that is what it's based in 21, the 21 gun salute. Incredible. Do we know why it's 21? Um, no, I didn't know why, but I knew you loving numbers like you do, that that would be satisfying to you. Just saying. It really is. You just that like is. hearing numbers over it. <laughs> That's my ASMR right there. You can just do equations for me. <laughs> Seven times three is 21. Dude, those guys, though. It was 21. They're out there every day, all night, no matter the weather. And just... Yeah, it's just something else. Is it like the the British changing of the guard? I mean, is it is it is it that much of like a, a pomp and circumstance? It's different because these guys are like real soldiers, sure, that could actually fight. Right, they're not wearing red furry. They're not dressed like targets. And if you talk shit to them, they will kick your ass. It's not like yeah. they have to stand there and just take it like the the Queen's That's- people do. They're not dressed like a nutcracker, Jim. <laughs> Walking around, standing next to a phone booth. <laughs> These are real soldiers, mountaineers. They've been through it. These people are. It's not about fashion. <laughs> yeah, but we had a great time there. That's great, man. So what's next? So you go from there. You head out to to West Virginia. Is it headed home now after this? I mean, are the kids like excited to see their Fortnite again? Like what, what do you think life's going to be like on the heels of such a extravagant trip? Well, I'm going to miss the hotel life with them. I miss, um, you know, it's been nice having 11, 12 towels thrown around the room. (laughs) Just uh, a whole, like they would re-carpet the floor with towels. Just always a luggage cart at the car, nine suitcases, Bring it. I miss, I'm going to miss drying myself off with a hand towel. You know, by the time I get 12 nights in a hotel, you guys didn't learn how to hang up a towel. 
no, it's going to be, yeah, we're going to head home. I don't know if we're going to like, I had thought about stopping somewhere along the way, Pittsburgh or Cleveland, but the way it's going, I think we're just going to have to head home because we want to stay here another night. It's perfect here. It's just really, really nice. It's, you know, we don't have the sink filling up like we did at the, the Wyndham in Philadelphia. Just a guy like so stoned checking us in. <laughs> they don't. Some of these hotels, man, the staffs are just like, they don't care. It's where we're at right now, man. It's like, I've worked here for 11 minutes and I don't give a shit. It's everyone's first day. Mm-hmm. No, I will miss it. We've had luck with the hotels. We had, we did have a couple though, you know, cause you know, you go online, you're like, we gotta, let's save a little bit. Let's stay. And then you're there and you know, you're like, oh man, was it worth it? The sink's filling up. <laughs> you know, when the, you know, when you're taking a shower and you look down and like the water is up to your, like above your ankles, you're like, oh. okay, this is, <laughs> it's, yeah. one of, it's one of those hotels. Oh, it feels awful. That's awesome, man. I mean, are they excited to get home to their friends, their video games? Like, where are the kids' heads at? They're for three weeks, two and a half weeks. I think they're ready to go home, but I think they've really enjoyed it, you know? And yeah. this this is, there's kids here, like, all around their age. So this is, they're, they're not even thinking about going home right now. That's great. But they will, uh, I think they'll be excited to go home. Good, man. I'm happy to see that. What's up with you, buddy? Dude, I ran into something weird this morning. I'm back in Illinois. I've just been uh, coming out for the weekends, coming back home. I was out for a walk this morning. I ran to this guy, Pat, in my neighborhood for the second time this week. I, I wanted, this is weird to me. He's wearing one of those like plastic sweatsuits. Oh, like, head, like I've never actually seen that in person, like a head to toe, like a, like a jumpsuit, like a Nike or like a Puma, like, track suit but instead of being made of velour or or a normal fabric like a cotton it is like a a thick plastic and every time i walk past this guy he's just like pouring sweat looks like he's on the brink of death like he's like he's gearing up for a big wrestling meet this weekend like he's trying to it's like dude you're 50 you don't have to drop weight what are you doing is he pale is he like he looks like he's gonna pass out heavily i mean insanely red and looks like me on stage sweating, like just very, just covered in sweat. And so, I mean, I've seen it in movies. I've seen it in TV. I've never actually seen someone in real life, like implore this tactic. You're talking about like the reflective one, like in Christmas vacation, like. It is Mar- that. Yeah. Margo and yeah. Todd. It's what Margo and Todd wear. Yes. Like he looks like one of those uh, stovetop popcorn. <laughs> he really does. Is it? aluminum like that like it looks like it yeah it's reflective i mean it is it's loud it's loud it's noisy it's like just whooshing past this guy it it just sounds like whenever he sweats just sounds like rain hitting a tin roof it is just (laughs) he's walking past it's like hello (laughs) please don't die i'm the only other person on this block i can't be responsible if you die on this block is the, belt, is the belt like a yellow drawstring, like a red, <laughs> like a fasten? Is it um, plexi, like the, uh, you know, like the new bags that don't, that don't tear? They have like the, <laughs> the pattern. No. Have you engaged him at all? I have not. I, haven't, I, haven't, I don't want to be the last person he talks to if anything bad happens. I don't want to be the one to tell a story. But it's starting making me think of like the extreme. Look, I'm all for it. I'm out there trying to get healthier as much as the next guy. But it's like people do some crazy stuff, man. Have you ever 
known anyone to do anything really weird to like engage weight loss? Well, do you remember like guys that were in wrestling and like before a match, you know, they would just like, I don't know, they wear like a bunch of sweatshirts or wear something like you're saying. Yeah. But like for a day, right? Like for a day, like to get down to the right weight and then rehydrate and then go. This dude's been out here all week. So either he's wrestling a lot. I do that sometimes when I have to get into my favorite pair of pants. (laughs) Maybe he just wants to wear something this weekend. (laughs) You want your good pants? Not yet. Can you hand me my aluminum suit first? We pop that on for the week. You think it's the same suit and he like washes it out? How do you... I would, I would think so, unless he has, unless he just bought all the aluminum foil and is just like DIYing it. I think it's the same suit. I don't know. I've got questions. I don't think I've ever done anything that extreme to uh, in, in terms of workout, but I've seen guys. You know, I actually Sebastian has posted some stuff where he'll go into the gym or run in one of those sweat suits, like like the to really. That's a workout. I mean, that's like, I think his trainer put him in that. I can only imagine. But that's like in a controlled, and great. Maybe it's more normal than I think it is. You know, it was just strange to me. But it did put me onto this, uh, I found a list of the most extreme weight loss diets that people actually do. And some of them seem, you know, stuff I've heard, right? Like just extreme keto, things of that nature. Like 48-hour supercharged cleanses. There's a diet that people have been following recently where for 48 hours, you have nothing but lemonade. What? You have nothing but lemonade for 48 hours. You can't even drink water. You are flooding your body with lemonade. What's it called? <laughs> it's the David Kirsch 48-hour supercharged cleanse. I have no idea. There's a baby food diet. Is that the crystal light <laughs> exercise? <laughs> it really kind of is. Linda Evans? Wasn't that like the thing? It was like, or it wasn't. What was it where it was like, oh, that was the Weight Watchers shakes, right? Where it was like, hey, just, just replace your meals with milkshakes. Remember Crystal Light, though? I believe in Crystal Light because I believe in me. <laughs> it was great commercials. We had all that shit when I was a kid. Mom, big Crystal Light fan. I'm on the country time. <laughs> I'm on the country time diet. I have a, um, a bag of sugar. <laughs> You know, the D in Sunny D stands for diet. That's what I've been <laughs> cleansing on for months on end. I'm just drinking purple stuff until I, uh, <laughs> until I get back to my fighting weight. He's on the purple stuff. Dude, you get the Sunny D. <laughs> yeah, I've never been like, I, I think that there's every all those extreme ones are just, you know, you're going to find yourself back in, uh, you know. The moment you come off of them, right? Can I share with you a few of them, though? This is fascinating to me. You'll be back in the Ziploc bag <laughs> next month. <laughs> in no time. Um, there's a baby food diet where you replace your foods with baby food for 10 days. <laughs> They're going to say you just ate babies. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> babies eat the food, you eat the babies, and it works. No. You just replace your food with baby food for 10 days. Uh, the caution they give here is that means you also poop like a baby. So, uh, as someone who doesn't have kids, I'm just going to leave that to the imagination. I don't, doesn't I, where, doesn't that where, isn't that where a lot of the diets go is into just like you losing all the water weight and dehydrating yourself and getting everything out. It's kind of, yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's a, uh, there's an actual tapeworm diet 
Sure. That people actually do. And, um, they, and then there are pills you can take, which will induce the growth of the tapeworm. <laughs> like there's things you can do to satiate your tapeworm. So it eats more of the food in your system. Make it a tape snake. Really? <laughs> tape Cobra. Dude, I, I don't like any of those. Right. Mm-hmm. Remember people doing all the colon stuff, the colon, uh, colon onyx, or just get yeah. an enema, just get an enema. Just kidding. Just this stop. might be the worst one to me, dude. I, uh, cotton ball diet. No. Where you actually dip cotton balls in your favorite fruit juice. This is so gross. And then eat the cotton balls. Oh. I I'm not doing the lemonade diet. <laughs> but I'll dip cotton balls in lemonade. <laughs> That's just like nails on a chalkboard to me. I'm like gauze, cotton, like ripping apart. It's just the gross, ugh. And to like chew, wet cotton just sounds terrible. At that point, I'll just eat vegetables. <laughs> right? Like, like if it's, if it's, all right, well, eat cotton with lemonade on it. No, I'll just fucking eat vegetables. All right? You got me. I will have a carrot. You would probably die, wouldn't you? I don't, I would think so. And all it's doing, is it like just sopping up everything in your system? <laughs> What's that poop like? Oh, sorry to be gross here, but is it just like cotton balls with everything else you've ever had on it? Can you just eat cotton candy? That is how I got here in the first place, Pat. That's the problem. <laughs> the cotton candy diet is not as effective. I am not endorsing anyone eating cotton. Don't do it. You could die. I However, would think. Can you imagine that killed you and then they do an autopsy? And they're like, hey, you know what? He wasn't even a person. Jim was a stuffed animal. We didn't even know that. He was so lovable. You know, we thought maybe he was part stuffed animal. But that's poor Jim. Oh, no, so wonder we, no wonder we loved him so much. <laughs> How'd he die? Well, his stuffing started falling out. <laughs> started losing his stuffing. And, you know, once they become unstitched, it's very, very hard to get them back together. Hey, can we get you guys something to eat? You know what? I'm actually... Uh, kind of taking it easy this week. Do you have any cotton balls that I can dip in a beverage? Yeah, just like go over to the first aid kit. Maybe take them out of your, your antibiotics, all your ibuprofen and everything. I'll just have those. Unbelievable. People Crazy. are willing to try everything. People are willing to try anything. Except vegetables. We've been trying some things. We had some crab in Maryland. Yeah? How'd the kids like that? Good. I wanted to do like a video of all like the the, like regional things, you know, like how they, you know, Josephine, like I ate lobster in Maine and then Ellie, I ate crab in Maryland. And then Luke, I lost all my money in Atlantic city <laughs> and I have a rash. That was, the, that was the one non-family night stop staying at Caesars in Atlantic city. <laughs> did you really? Yeah, we did. I had a gig there. That was the, um, that was Thursday night. I had a, a Atlantic City. Right. And then we went from there into, that's when I met you, in Arlington. Man, uh, oh, man. Yeah, so we, um, we've, we've done some dining. I could use a diet when I get back home, maybe. There you go. You know, you know how it is on the road. Not, well, especially if you're in places like that with your family. You want to you treat them to different things. You want to try different stuff. It's never like, hey, we're in Boston. Let's try the green beans. Yeah, we're on vacation, baby. Who wants some cauliflower? <laughs> Let's have granola. (laughs) (laughs) It's 
not how you party with the fam. You got to be a cool dad. You're having lobster rolls. Is anyone coming back with a few extra lobster rolls after the trip? You got to you gotta work them off after the East Coast? I think cool dad went out the window when I dragged him to all these sites. <laughs> cool dad went out the window when we walked into Ford's Theater. <laughs> that had to be great, though. It was cool. You know, I was yeah, see where, uh, where Abe, where it all ended for Abe. Yeah. Very um, upgraded, that Ford's Theater experience. There's a big museum there now, and it's a, a big to-do. It used to not be. I was kind of um, encouraged by what you see in D.C. Like the Lincoln stuff is, mo- is usually the most attended, right? Sure. The Lincoln Memorial and... Um, but there were people there. I, I take back what I said. When we were together on that Saturday, mm-hmm. it seemed like a little quiet there in D.C. Didn't seem Sunday was different. Okay. Different energy. So I would encourage people to get out there. Go to this is a great vacation. Go to D.C. Go to Philly. Go to go out there. See things. See people. If you had to choose, I'm going to put you on the spot here. If you had to choose one spot, like one of the places you guys went to to recommend people go to on vacation? Where would you pick? Wow. That's a great question. Um, I mean, it's hard, right? Because they're so different. You think of where you're at now. You know, I mean, that's something that is a once in a lifetime experience for people to get to go out and see something like that. But you think of DC and you think of the history. And for a dude like you, loves history. I think think any road trip with family Mm -hmm. just is is phenomenal just the time in the car like you forget about how valuable that is but boston and dc both great places that have today and yesterday and tomorrow stuff like they're just like and and a lot of free things i love it i think either of those places would be cool to see what did you think out of the the places that we've been where would you want to go back dc for me Boston's awesome. I love Boston. I could go to Boston anytime, right? Like I, I, I would love to spend time in Portsmouth. Amazing. Like anywhere we went, they're all cool cities, you know, but DC, the amount of stuff that I didn't expect. I mean, like there's a spy museum I didn't even get to go to. What? That's like right up my alley. I want to see weird shit like that. Well, you'd like the FBI museum too, I think. Yeah. Did you you visit a park bench that Mr. T was spoke at in DC cab? (laughs) I wish I had. I wish I had. I still can't believe I've never seen DC Cab. When that came out on the heels of Clubber Lang, like on the heels of Rocky Three, they gave Mr. T that 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 film, DC Cab, and I never saw that. Do you remember that? I mean, I remember it being a movie, but no, I don't. I do remember this poster now that I pulled it up. He's holding the cab door. The cab door. Could you describe? I mean, that's like if he were a stand-up comic, that would be his headshot, right? Like just him holding the cab door. Just, I'm very strong and don't know what I'm doing sometimes. Like, what a great description of that dude in that movie. You know, in order for him to um, get to that point and be strong enough to do that, he wore a plastic bag, I believe, for. A few months. That can't be right. That can't be true. And walked around the Potomac. <laughs> Is that the secret? <laughs> I got to start wearing more plastic bag accessories. That is what it takes. And how uh, expensive are those? You think about it. You ever go to a store now and you're like, I get a plastic bag and they give you a little one. It's 10 cents. Imagine how expensive <laughs> the, the ones that you can fit into are. 
You should fashion one. Make your own plastic suit to walk by in it tomorrow. <laughs> As, but entirely out of Target bags? Yeah. <laughs> Man, red bullseyes all over him. Well, he's getting healthy. He looks great. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Hey, we got a busy week coming up, Pat. We got the live episode this Sunday at Zany's. How excited are you to get back out and do that? Dude, I can't wait. It's going to be um, nice just to be home, right? And it's going to be fun to be with everyone. I know we got some uh, people coming out. So Sunday, Zany's Rosemont. What time are the doors open, Jim? Doors at four. Show starts at five. Uh, we'd love to see people there. And if you're hanging around the area, come out. Come to Bub first, grab some food, or go to Bub after, grab a bite to eat. Hang out. It's a great area. We'd love to meet you know, more brims and uh, love to see some old friends and friendly faces. Yeah, it's going to be a great time to get everyone together and have people out. I know uh, Maggie Houston-Apollo is going to join us. Yeah. And we got some stuff maybe to give away. What? A game to play. What? Yeah, we're going to have a lot of fun. So go to Zany's Rosemont website and join us Sunday. It's going to be a blast. Uh, what else you got going on? Are you, are you off this weekend? Yeah, I'm not. I'm actually at the Improv this weekend. So I have a pretty busy week. What about yourself? Nice, man. But you're local. Yeah, that's good. Uh, I am off this weekend, so it's going to be nice. I might, um, I might try and do a spot one night actually at Zany's, at either downtown or Rosemont. I don't know who's who's in town this weekend, um, but yeah, I'm going to be off and then just focusing on Sunday. Can't wait to get back home, and uh, would love to see people out there. So that's what I got for the rest of the week. And boy, I love it. So come on out. We hope to see some of you this weekend. We're going to be uh, raising some money for some good causes. And uh, then we hit the road again, right? Yes, Jim. Then we are going to Madison, Wisconsin, the capital of your favorite state, I believe. You know, I just got a picture. Uh-huh. Uh, this is a little bit of a friendly banter. I got a picture sent to me from Brian Grossman. There is a Hall of Fame in Milwaukee. What kind of Hall of Fame? Is it the Laverne and Shirley Hall of Fame? It is a bobblehead Hall of Fame. Come on. We need to check that out. Wow. There are Hall of Fames everywhere. It's like the National Portrait Hall of Fame, but during an earthquake. <laughs> exactly. So, yes, it was great to hear from Brian. And, dude, I have some other Brimley banter. First of all, we have some reviews. How about this review? From Shona OB, Boston-based Brim. Oh, Laugh out loud humor, top notch every week. Hot dog Jefferson's, hosts getting hit by cars. <laughs> That's you, Jim. That's me. A life history lesson sprinkled in here and there. It is truly all over the place. I was lucky enough to see these guys live and meet them this past weekend. And to top it off, they're absolute gents. Five stars all around. Wow, what a nice review from Shona, a Boston-based brim. I love that. And I love that title. That's right up our alley. Uh, I remember meeting Shona. She was great. She was fantastic. It was so nice to meet her. Uh, brought a crew out to see the shows at Last Boston. Thank you, Shona. That's an awesome review. Yeah, she was fine. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. She was, it was awesome. Shona, I'm joking. Shona, that was entertainment value. That was laughs, laughs, laughs. She was outstanding. She was a blast. She was a lot of fun. Um, she met my family, my entire family. Oh, that's great. We were all out there. Shona, thanks so much. And it was great to meet you. Great being in Boston. 
And uh, Jim, you want to take that other one? We have two reviews. There's another one. I love it. We do. Thank you. This is from, uh, I believe it's Sticks and Euphrates is, uh, is this name. Sticks and Euphrates. Great road trip podcast to listen to. And I, I can't unfortunately quite see the end of it. But great road trip podcast to listen to. Loved it. But this episode got me thinking, is a donut stick just a long job? Great question. There is a definite difference between the two. Yeah, I don't see the long johns out here but would you say what what's the difference the um the glaze stick is like fried maybe yeah and it's um go ahead the long john has a top and a bottom right like the long john has like whatever the the chocolate or whatever on one side it is like a it's a larger donut stick that is also you know like glazed would you say that versus the donut stick being it, it's it's What's the word I'm looking for? It's very symmetrical, right? There's no top versus bottom. There's no glaze on one side. It is, um, Jim. They are so different. Really? I, I can't even believe they sell them at the same store, to be honest with you. They are wildly different. Different genies, genus, different species. Mm-hmm. The phylums, the phylums are the same, <laughs> but, but once you get down to the genus and the species, as different as all get out. They're both part of the donut kingdom. They really are. They really are. By the way, phylum. Oh my goodness. Are you, you're like, you have like one of those pictures in your house that has like the flower with like that. (laughs) The explanation, the cursive writing next to it. I used to know them all. What is it? Now I remember is kingdom phylum, something, something family genus species. What are those middle ones? Do you remember? No, I don't remember, but I am going to open a donut shop and sell short johns. (laughs) It's perfect. And then all the women will be like, this place is so cute. Mm-hmm. Cause you're like, you know, when you go in and like that, all they have is like this big long johns and who even likes saying long john? I hate, it's like gross. So they have like short johns, SJs, and they're so good. You should get a strawberry one and it's vintage. It's so good. <laughs> you ever like wanted a donut stick, but not been able to eat all of it. So this place also sells donut twigs. So it's great. They're like half-sized donut sticks. It's perfect. <laughs> Short johns and donut twigs. Because I'm trying to lose weight. That's why I'm wearing this plastic bag. Um, That's why I'm, but I, you can tell I shop at Nordstrom, right? I left the <laughs> I left the Nordstrom on the outside with a plastic bag. Do you guys want me to, you want me to put this in the bag? No, I'm wearing a bag. <laughs> can you just put it on me? Just throw it on my... I'm a bag. Just right in here. Right by my waistband. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Patrick, I will see you at 5 o'clock on Sunday at Sadie's and Rosemont. Get out of here. Go enjoy. Go explore John Denver's favorite city he wouldn't name himself after. The show's at 5, Jim. You should probably be there a little earlier. Okay. <laughs> I'll see you at 4.40. I can't wait, man. It's going to be a really good time. Uh, thank you guys, everyone who's been reaching out. New listeners, welcome. We really love having you. Uh, We'd love to interact. Brimley Banter is what we call it. So if you want to leave us a review, send us a note. We will discuss it on here next week. Maybe at the live episode on Sunday, Jim. Who knows? Brims, we'll see you soon. Thanks, guys. Bye.